right, welcome back to Tough Men of Faith, Nick. What's up, Marty? How you doing? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm ready to jump into it today. Are you? Yep. Good. So, we got a guest with us again. We do. I'm really excited. Uh, we have the mayor of Beach Grove, Indiana, You've with us today. We've been working on this for a minute. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. So, welcome, Mayor. Oh, Butler. it's good welcome. to be here. Yeah. So, usually on on this show, a couple things we just we like to hear guys' story. Um, so, how they get from when they're a little kid to where they're at now in life, and um, then talk about some leaderships, different things. I will say one of one of the reasons I'm really excited to have you on here is there's a couple of reasons. But when I I just moved to Beach Grove, he hasn't couple, paid his taxes. And haven't he paid my taxes. He needs an out. <laughs> well, he's not alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll you'll pick up on this is uh, Nick is really good for uh, comedic relief. Like he's yeah. he's he has the one liners. That's uh, why I don't get paid. <laughs> where was I going? Oh. So I'm, I moved to the city of Beach Grove a couple years ago. I've always lived all around Beach Grove. And on a Saturday morning, I was driving uh, over here to church, and I saw someone out early in the morning picking up trash on the road. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew a guy that worked for the city, so I asked him, I was like, man, you guys have people out working Saturday morning picking up trash? Kind of laughed, and he goes, that's the mayor. Mm-hmm. And I felt really convicted because I was coming over to where I work at the church here and there was trash all around the outside. And I've been, I've been on people like, can't we get anyone to pick up the trash? <laughs> then I thought if the mayor of Beach Grove can pick up trash in his city, I can go out in the parking lot and pick up some trash. So I see so you, uh, you brought a lot of conviction to me that day and didn't even know it. So I, I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, I don't, it's not a story. Yeah. You know, I don't want any recognition. I just can't stand trash. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I just go pick it up. Uh, it irritates my wife sometimes because we'll be on vacation and I'll pick up trash. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just something that, uh, that I do. I've done for a long time. I don't yeah. pay any attention to it. And, uh, you know, I, I exercise daily and I go pick up, pick an area out of the city that I just go pick up trash. Yeah. Yeah, but one of the main things we talk about on here, it seems like a lot of times, is servant leadership. And, uh, I mean, if you're if you're the mayor of your town, your city, and you're out being a servant of the city as well, I mean, look what that shows about your character. I just, uh, you know, I, I all of the employees uh, that work for the city, um, I wouldn't ask them to do anything that I wouldn't do. And uh, we have a good workforce, and, and uh, they work hard every day, and I appreciate what they do. So, yeah. uh, And plus, we can't do a whole lot as a city, but we can be clean. Mm. Yeah. So I'm happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely shows. So do you mind just kind of telling us, like, how did you get in your life? Like, what did the path look like to you became mayor of Beach Grove? And... Um, I really uh, had a regular uh boring life. Okay. I mean, I grew, I uh, was born and raised in Beach Grove. <clears throat> I went to school in Beach Grove. Yeah. Uh, took some college courses, got on the fire department when I was 24. Okay. Um, and then I served 30 years on the fire department and then I retired. Uh, I retired in August of 09. And then, uh, I decided to run for mayor in 2010. And, uh, I was complaining about the city mm-hmm. and uh i had two choices i could stay at home and complain or do, try and do something yeah so uh i filed to run for mayor uh, it was just my wife and i uh the 
party that I signed up for, they didn't want me. Uh, so we were out there all alone. So we just uh, hustled and uh, I got elected in 2011. And uh, I started in 2012 and uh, I retire at the end of this year. Okay. <clears throat> so my wife is uh, uh, born and raised in Beach Grove and our two children were born and raised in Beach Grove. So uh, kind of a boring life, but uh, very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned some about your, your employees. Um, and I've noticed like when I interact with them, they just seem motivated um, this motivated to work um, in the city. So I know that's a reflection. You've been mayor for a while. What, how do you keep your team motivated? Because um, it's a larger organization, right? I mean, uh, I was, uh, I was fire chief. The last 12 years I served on the fire department, I was chief. And uh, I always put the firefighters first. And uh, it was the same philosophy. Um, I wouldn't do anything uh, that I wouldn't ask them to do anything that I wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we were ethical. Um, and uh, uh, we outreached to a lot of people. And uh, it's all right to tell the employees how well they're doing every once in a while. Yeah. And uh, good to boost morale. Yeah. So uh, as mayor, uh, uh, that continued, you know, uh, I don't have all the answers, uh, so I seek help, and uh, I don't run any of the departments. Um, the department head runs the department, and, and I assist them in, in, in helping what they need to run their department. It's the same philosophy. I constantly tell the employees how well they're doing and how much they're appreciated. And uh, it's taken us a little while, but uh, a lot of our employees, like our employees at uh, DPW, uh, their pay is up where everybody is in the county. Yeah. Our uh, EMS workers, they are the highest paid uh, paramedics and EMTs in central Indiana. And our police department, we have 37, oh no, 39 police officers. Okay. And we are the highest paid police officers in Marion County. Okay. Nice. And that's important. Yeah. Uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, recruiting, uh, retaining employees, and uh, and just to show that, hey, you know what, uh, you, you matter to us. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, uh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I heard of John Maxwell. It wasn't his quote. I know we all know his quotes, probably see him a lot, but is this, this article I was reading talked about that when he walks into a room, uh, he tries to say something encouraging to everyone there within the first 30 seconds. Or if he has a conversation with you, with someone on his team, within the first 30 seconds, he's trying to tell them something they've done right or something. Mm -hmm. And he tries to do that in front of other people as well. Um, yeah, I thought, I've just never really thought yeah, of that. Don't, don't, don't just let me build you up in private. Let me build you up mm -hmm. where other people can see it as well. Yeah. Like uh, a, a classic example, and I've been doing it for a long time, and I'll do it for one more time. Uh, next Monday, uh, our entire DPW, I take them to breakfast just to show how much I appreciate what they've done. Um, so we go to breakfast next Monday, and I've been doing that for years. I just don't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, 
but no, you know, I, and, and being the mayor, you can go two ways when you're the mayor. If you want to be mayor because you want the power and the authority, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to fail. But if you are, if you are going to be the mayor and you are going to help people and be a servant, then it's a very rewarding career. And I chose the last. Yeah. The mayor, and I tell people all the time, the mayor is a title. I'm not any better than uh, anybody else. Mm. Are there one or two things that you're most proud of over the last, how many years have you been mayor? So Twelve. Twelve? Um, yeah, I, uh, the only reason I ran for mayor was, uh, in my opinion, the city was in the tank. And, uh. I don't know anything else, so I I decided. I told my wife I was going to run for mayor, and she thought, "Are you nuts?" So you had no <laughs> political background behind it. Okay, it's okay. I would have never ran for mayor if the city was doing well. Yeah, but uh, the city wasn't, and I mm -hmm. decided, you know what, I'm going to run for mayor, and I'm going to make change. Yeah, and I did. So one of the things I'm most proud of is that the city is was doing very poorly in 2012 now it's doing very well mm. um so i'm happy about that and i'm, I'm happy about the progress that we have made in i just stated uh, employees salaries uh infrastructure work that's been done i'm happy about the trail systems that are through beach grove now it's just it's just a nice community and before we started we talked about getting on the trails down and we have two trails right now we're getting ready to build a third trail that winds through our high school campus but these these trails change the whole city mm -hmm. and people want to get out and walk and this is something that you can do and it doesn't cost you anything uh, we're not like Carmel or Fishers or up on the north side we can't afford all of these uh, high-priced tickets, but mm -hmm. you know a lot of things that we offer are free. Yeah, and you know the parks are clean; they're relatively safe. We have crime; we're no different than anybody else. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know it's relatively safe, uh, and you can walk. So uh, it's a nice place to live. It is. What what I appreciate about the trails is. I've met a ton of my neighbors and other people that live in Beach Grove that I would have never met if there wasn't a trail. If I'm walking down Troy, you know, to get my exercise in, we're not stopping to talk, but on the trail, it's just that different atmosphere. We're getting ready to build a, another trail, and it starts where the license branch is okay. on Emerson, goes through the woods and comes out behind the elementary school, and then it winds through the high school campus and comes out on Churchman Avenue. and what's going to happen is th that's going to get done it's 1.1 miles it's called the hornet greenway and and you're exactly right what's going to happen is there are going to be people that walk that trail mm -hmm. and they see the high school campus and they're not going to believe what they see they've never seen anything like this you've never been back there to look at it yeah. so now they see it and it's a wonderful thing so mm -hmm. I'm looking, I won't be the mayor, but uh, yep. I'll be walking it. Yep. You know, how so. is, is it tough stepping away? Uh, 
Yeah, I'm. I'll miss it. Yeah, uh, I'll miss it because I enjoy helping people. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you assume the position of mayor, you, uh, you, you get the opportunity to help people, and I help as many people as I possibly can. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. But I do, and you get you get in that position. And it's very rewarding. Yeah. I have a feeling after hearing you talk that that's not going to change much. No. You'll still I'll, be out picking up trash. You'll still, still be out, out serving the community. Yeah. And uh, maybe your title's going to change, but I have a feeling that um, being out and helping people and meeting people isn't going to change much. No, I'll probably continue. Yeah. <laughs> so. How do you... So, I'm, you know, I've never been in politics at all, but I see politicians take a beating, uh, this with criticism and things. And I'm a pastor, and I take... A little bit of that, but I don't have that many people in my church, so it's limited on how many. Um, mostly how you, friends. Mostly friends. Give me a hard time. How do you handle criticism? Um, I, I don't. I, I'm hardened to it. Okay. Um, I've got thick skin. I learned that early on. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just stay focused on what I want to do, uh, and every decision that I make, somebody's not going to like. And some people take it to the extreme, but uh, you know, uh, I've had people for 12 years say some terrible things about me. Yeah. And turn around and ask. They'll call me and ask me to help them, mm -hmm. and I will. Yeah. Um, because you know, it's just that's just how it is. And, and you know, my assistant who just retired, you know, she would she would say, <laughs> "How can you help these people? Yeah. The way they have talked about you. Well." You know, kill them with kindness. Yeah, I just move on. So yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean, we're just in a, a really divided time right now as our country. So it's yeah, you see a lot of that. I uh, one of the things that I did, and and you know, you got to draw a line in the sand. And um, I brought religion back into the mayor's office, mm -hmm. so uh, I felt impelled to do that somebody something was driving me to do it yeah um because we have not only not just beach grove but folks we have t serious problems and it's not going to go away until you allow jesus to come back into your life and when you do uh it's amazing how these things disappear yeah. So my philosophy over 12 years is that, you know, uh, I opened the door, the mayor's office door to Jesus. And some people thought that would be taboo, but it wasn't, you know, I opened the door and let him in and look what happened. Yeah. 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 That was something I was going to ask you about. Is it, it just seems so rare because I think the first time I met you is that you, you have like a pastor's round table or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just a group of pastors in the community that you said, hey, I want you to come in and we're going to talk about what's going on in our community. Mm -hmm. And you were there every, every yeah. month. Um, we met today. At yeah. Noon. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have an ongoing commitment, so I can't make it. It's mm -hmm. the one day, but you, but also it's, it's not, I've been in a lot of meetings where people just talk and nothing ever comes of it, but you guys are tackling some things with, with drug overdose and different things, like really going at the, at it from a spiritual side. So, so um, I go to church regularly and I go to church during the week. Uh, I'm a sinner. Uh, I'm no different than anybody else. 
But, uh, you know, uh, I got a funny story to tell you. One of my harshest critics uh, since from day one that I was mayor, mm -hmm. she would say anything outrageous. And believe it or not, the council voted to have prayer to start the meeting. So uh, somebody from the mayor's faith-based roundtable would come in and say mm -hmm. a prayer. And it's, it was, it's, was very well re it's very well received we still do it we've been doing it for two or three years yeah and it's it's a good thing well this lady <laughs> said i'll never come to another council meeting since you started praying <laughs> and i thought to myself i should have done it a long time ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yep but now it's worked out well and you know uh, uh, it's all right, and I tell uh, other elected officials, especially mayors, it, you know, it's not taboo to, to bring Jesus back into your office. It's a good thing, and I, I, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Don't know what the next mayor is going to do. I suspect he will do the same thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I'm glad I did it. Um, we needed. Uh, we needed uh, help, our city did. And I, a lot of what we've done, uh, I credit, I give credit to Jesus because, yeah. hey, you know what? Uh, we were in, we were gone as a city. Mm -hmm. So, hey. That's another question I had too is, uh, now that you'll be leaving office and somebody else will be taking over, um, is there communication there between you and them, um, you know? First six weeks, hey, you know, I hit a bumpy road. Um, not necessarily asking how you would do this, but have you hit this road before? You know, uh, you know, can I get some kind of advice there? Is there, is yeah. there any of that? Um, well, uh, Jim Kaufman was uh, recently elected, and Jim currently serves as the clerk treasurer. Okay. So he works with me every okay. day. Good. So for the past three and a half years, uh, I purposely brought him with me and everything that I did yeah he was in on okay and because I knew after I got reelected that that was going to be it for me yeah mayor should only people should only serve so long as a mayor mm -hmm. then you need to exit I think what I just heard was term limits term limits <laughs> yeah. yeah term limits so Jim and Jim's is really going to do well. He is a solid family man. Great. Uh, got good moral values. So you're not going to see much difference uh, than what is going on right now. You'll see he knows what's coming down the pike. And our goal was to have a seamless transition. Nice. So, yeah, I, I'm so looking forward to him being mayor. I'm rooting for him. And I spoke to a group Saturday, and I... I wish that, uh, I, my hope is that he does better than I did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's great. Yeah, I just wonder if that, uh, if that happens more than we know about, uh, when people take over an office of someone else, whether they sometimes were in the same party or not. When um, I became mayor yeah. in 2012, 
the first time I walked into the, there was no meeting between me and the previous mayor. Okay. I walked into the mayor's office in the desk and cabinets around the desk. There was not one item. Everything was taken out. There was a key laying on the desk. The phone had been disconnected and the computer had been wiped out. All right. So no, there wasn't much continuity there when you <laughs> took over. Started from scratch. Started from scratch. A city that's what right. saved me was I had was fire chief, right? And I knew the. I knew. The well, daily yeah. workings of government. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just wonder how much continuity there is there between people leaving and people taking over office and, uh, or if there is any continuity, and it sounds like. There wasn't when there you took wasn't, over, but there's going to be, and there is now that, and there needs oh, to be. Yeah, you have to. If you lose, if you lose an election, and I told Jim uh, the, the night of the election, and I told him uh, a couple of days leading up to the election, you win the same way you lose with dignity. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, and he won, and and uh, he was very respectful, and and that's just his nature. So yeah, that's you know, great. Okay. Makes it easier to get behind somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. So usually towards the end, we ask this like a, we call it like a lightning round. We ask a few questions. Um, kind of fun. Yeah. But so one of them be if, who would play you in a movie? If you could pick one actor to play you in a movie. Oh, uh, let me think. Jason Statham. All right. There you go. Yep. I see those similarities. It's my wife's favorite actor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Did you see the one where he was the guard in the Brinks truck? Yep. Oh, yeah. You, have you seen that, Nick? No. Oh, man, that one's good. Yeah. Yep. I don't even know what it's called, but it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's and, a book that you oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I also – I like Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's a book that you would recommend to guys? Um, not the Bible. Um, oh, boy, I don't know. I, I haven't read a book in about a year. But the older you get it, the harder it is for me to sit down and read. Yeah. Because I've read so much. Yep. I understand that. It started um, for me when I was about 16. Uh, <laughs> you're not alone. Right. I, I, I have to pay. I don't know one off the top okay. of my head. Okay. What about, is there a... Someone, if you could meet one person from history to have a conversation with, who would it be? Um, my dad would be one of them. Okay. You know, one of the one of my regrets of being mayor was uh, that my dad and my father-in-law never got to see me be mayor mm. uh, because they passed before yeah. I was mayor. I think we talk about this quite a bit because we both lost our dads recently, and. Uh, be amazing if our dads could see what we're doing now yeah i would just wish that my dad and my father-in-law could walk into the mayor's office yeah you know. yeah it'd be great um, to just have so a what was the conversation question? so one person you'd want to meet from history um i would like to meet the uh commander of the uh 
the uh, North um, Army, uh, North uh, the main army uh, in Gettysburg. I would like to meet him. Okay. Yeah, that would be a fascinating conversation. It would because he he was the uh, guy that he didn't want to do it, but his name was Cunningham, and he was uh, they were taking their stand against uh, the South up on. Uh, Pickett's charge and they ran out of bullets <laughs> and uh, uh, so they had to resort to their bayonets and that was the beginning of uh, warfare with not with other weapons besides okay and it was it's just a, that was that was one of the guys his leadership yeah because he took a uh, he took a he took soldiers that no other platoon wanted Okay. And he molded them. And you say that's Gettysburg? In Gettysburg. Have you been to Gettysburg? Yes. Okay. Several How was times. That? Beautiful. <laughs> yep. I had a college professor when I went to, uh, out to Maryland, and he was a professor at the War College in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and at Gettysburg University. And uh, the first day of class, he said two things. He said, it's not Gettysburg, it's Gettysburg. Okay. And second, if it's not broke, break it. <laughs> yep. yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, that's fine. Well, if we got one, one other question. So what I found now that when I tell people I live in Beach Grove, the number one thing I get when I'm traveling outside of Beach Grove is to on patrol live. Mm -hmm. Do you hear about that a lot? Oh, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> all the time. Yep. Yeah, we uh, – uh, how it got started was they uh, on patrol was out in Lawrence, and they they stopped doing it in Lawrence. So Lawrence uh, Police Department and Beach Grove Police Department have a uh, really good relationship. Okay. So they recommended coming out here yeah. to Beach Grove, and uh, they they uh, started doing it, signed off on it, and. Uh, it was at one time before they pulled, took it off the air. It was the number one cable show on television, hmm. <laughs> and we had some officers. Uh, they developed a fan club. Yeah, and they had people would send in pictures and all kinds of stuff <laughs> to get autographed yeah, sent back. That's hilarious. I have a friend that's a Beach Grove police officer, and uh, Ed. I texted him the day that I saw it was coming out, and I said, are you going to be a movie star? And he said, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, the chief, he uh, they didn't have to do it. I mean, they signed up. If they wanted to do it, fine. If not, yeah. no problem. Um, but we did it, and uh, actually it turned out well for the city from, from a recruiting standpoint. But the problem was the officers got tired. And they needed a break. What's the benefit of the city or the police department for doing that show? Just exposure. Exposure. Okay. And uh, they sh they showed real life how police officers are talked to. Yeah. Yeah. By some factions of the of the general public, and uh, what they put up with. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I remember watching that a few times. It's all officers dealing with the same problematic people over and over and over again and how well they handle themselves in those situations yeah even though there's a camera on you um 
still it's good to see yeah. how well the officers handled themselves and they had did you guys see the episode when the when the four-year-old had the gun did you see I, that yep. one yep did you see it no i didn't yeah. see it it was in the hallway of an apartment mm -hmm. okay this little four-year-old kid had a handgun loaded okay and, uh, that is he picked up off the and they uh what do they call those doorbell camps yeah, yeah. picked it up and uh the 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 people that was hosting the show in New York City, uh, they were it was blow by blow of what was going on, and, and you know, it ended up it's the worst footage they've ever filmed. Okay. So and it really got them. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it they didn't show. Uh, right. But uh, I think. I think On Patrol Live will be back. Um, just a matter of, you know, we just got through an election. They just opened up a new police station. So I think it will be back. I just, it'll probably be next year. Yeah. It's definitely good exposure. Yeah, I uh, sure. actually had to call the police department not too long ago and got to see him in person in action and was <laughs> thoroughly impressed. <Yeah. laughs> middle of the night, someone in between my house, my neighbor's house, hoodie, all, all dark clothes on. Um, neighbor called me. He's like, Hey, someone's outside your house and all dark clothes are crawling on the ground. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I went out there and there they were. And so I called the police department and, you know, ex ex explained what was going on. Yeah. And they rolled up with three of them together and their dog jumped out and, and it ended up being this, uh, a young, a young lady who's recently homeless, didn't know where to go. So they immediately shifted from, Hey, we're getting ready to get someone to try and break into a house to a heart of compassion of, Hey, what's going on? You know, you can't be here trying to find her a place to stay for tonight. And yeah. it was this like, like my adrenaline was, was pumping from all this. Right. And you're like, yeah, just ready to go. And, and they did that. And then immediately they switch over yeah, and she's screaming at him, but they didn't care showing right. compassion. So yeah, it's incredible. See him in action. I, I want to leave you with this. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the older I get and what I've done uh, in my life. I appreciate churches hmm. it doesn't matter the denomination to me um as long as they're right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a welcoming place and what i want to tell people that might be listening today is is the city of indianapolis and in, in this county has a terrible terrible crime issue hmm. guns um no father in the home. All these, all these things that are that are building up, and the answer is not hire more police. Correct. Uh, you can put a police officer on every corner. These things are still going to happen. What the answer is is that you open your church doors and you let the gospel flow out mm. into the neighborhoods. Yeah. And when more people are in the church here than are out on that street corner, this problem goes away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When you can get to people and change their hearts, that's when the problems. Will, so that's problems where change. we're going. So uh, it's been a pleasure talking yeah. to you guys. Thanks yeah, for coming thank on. Appreciate you guys joining us and yeah. uh, look forward to seeing you next week. So. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm.